All righty. Let's do this. Another week, another episode. Gonna start very soon. Just gonna wait for people to come in. Give it about a minute and we'll start. Three seconds and we'll start. All right, ten seconds and we'll, or even less. 
right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back for episode 18 of Benny in the Booth podcast. On this week's episode, who ended up making the Baseball Hall of Fame? Who who still has a shot next year? And who no longer has a shot because they were too low? And what are candidates for next year? I've got update on the subscriber goal. And NFL Conference Championship Games to recap. And the Pro Bowl rosters, as I will not be making Super Bowl predictions till the week of the Super Bowl. Let's get into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back for episode 18. It is crazy to be here. Almost 20 episodes into this podcast. Wow. Thank you for the support all to this point. Um, so let's start right away. As I said a couple of weeks ago. I put out that if we could get this channel to 75 to 100 subscribers by the release of MLB The Show 22 on opening night of MLB The Show 22, early release, because I always get early release, not regular release, I would do an opening night stream. And yesterday, we were given some, I was, they finally gave out some details, and I can finally give an estimate to when we would have to get that subscriber goal by in order to have a stream and what night we can maybe you can maybe expect the stream to be happening. So the MLB the show 22 uh, MLB San Diego Studios, who is the creator of the game uh, company, came out on fr- last Friday and said, we're finally not shutting up about not saying anything. Monday, you're getting your first news, which was like, hallelujah, because it was like, finally something. And it was going to be from Times Square. It did not end up as being hyped up as it was ended up being. It was just like a mini thing on the big board in Times Square, and they were live from their own studios in San Diego. Yes, San Diego Studios in San Diego. Um, but the cover athlete, to no one's surprise, really, is two-way star Shohei Otani also becoming the first pitcher, though he is also technically a hitter, to become the cover athlete for MLB The Show in its history, which has been around since 2006. Um, but also big news we got that if you play on Nintendo Switch, MLB The Show is coming out to Nintendo Switch this year for the first time. Uh, in 2020, they had announced they were going to start putting out more platforms. 21, they brought to Xbox for the first time. And this year, they're bringing it out to Nintendo Switch. And so, with all the other details they came out with, they announced that the regular release date is going to be April 5th. A lot earlier than most, if not everyone, was expecting. Obviously, unless you work for San Diego Studios, and that's a bit different. Um but I'm happy here that's coming out earlier than we expected. That's even better, especially with the lockout, to know that it's not affected at all by the lockout is huge, and I'm excited for that. Um, so they have not officially said when the early release date is, um, but they did say there's going to be an earlier release. There's a new different cover for that with a legend, 
a lot of people are assuming a new legend with suit hope people are hoping for Derek Jeter, uh, which would be a new legend. Uh, just to give context with the legend with how the system works. Regular players, everyone's in the game. They it's they work with PA, everyone's in the game. But with legends, they have certain contracts they have to work out with these legends in order to have the legends likeness in the game. And so they've had they have Jeter. I mean not Jeter, they have David Ortiz, they have Mariano Rivera, Babe Ruth, Reggie Jackson, Mickey Mantle. It's a mix of like legends you know of instantly and the legends you don't necessarily know of. Um, but that cover is going to be announced tomorrow. Um, but apparent, uh, quote unquote, fake leakage from Nintendo Switch. It turned out to be completely fake, exposed by the guy who literally put out the thing. Uh, that <laughs> Nintendo had leaked out the alternative cover with the early release date, but it turned out to be completely fake, which is just like a really, um, that it would be Jeter and that the early release date would be April 2nd. Um, but that all turned out to be fake. Now, if it ends up still being Jeter in the right release date, that would just be even hilarious. But either way, my estimate for the early release date, early release opening night stream, if we get to the subscriber goal by then, would I would say shooting for April 1st or 2nd. Uh, we would have to get the goal by then. And if we do, I would have opening night stream. For MLB The Show 22 early release date. And even if we get it the day of the release. I mean, day of, day that leads to the night of it being open. Either way, as long as we get 75 to 100 subscribers by then, I'm going to do the stream for you guys. And I think it will be fun. I think it will be interesting. I think it will be different. But it could also learn teach be a learning experience. And, uh, I mean, maybe you have kids, if you're a parent that watches this, Maybe you have kids that want to play MLB The Show and play online, but they have no idea how to play, or they want to play and do it without putting a penny into the game, and they don't know how. And I could definitely give that uh, kind of in-depth explanation from how I've learned to play over the game over the years. I've definitely learned, made some mistakes, and I've learned from those mistakes. And I think it will be a very interesting experience, and I really want to get to that goal so I could get this stream for you guys around then. So I'm basically going to say um, next episode I will confirm. But I would say probably April 1st or 2nd would be the early opening night release stream. Thank you for who who liked uh, the stream. Anyways, let's get into th this week's actual topics. I just wanted to start with that. Um, but let's get into it. So the Baseball Hall of Fame was announced uh, what was it? Tuesday night. And someone did make it this year. People, someone did make it this year. Hallelujah. We didn't have two straight years of nobody making it. The good news is someone made it. The rougher news, only one person made it, but definitely deserved it. And David Ortiz, former twin and former Red Sox, first baseman slash DH, is officially in the Hall of Fame, joining the rest of the class. Uh, I think he definitely deserves first ballot. Yes, there is things about him having steroid, but it's not as strong as a lot of the other people. Um, but anyways, he definitely deserved it. And congrats to him. Well-deserved. Uh, so the people from first ballot that you can 
the people that we will be seeing next year, whether it's their first ballot and just were above in order to make it next year, or if it's not, or if it wasn't their last year on the ballot, but they're still able to come back, are Scott Rowland, Todd Helton, Billy Wagner, Andrew Jones, Gary Sheffield, Alex Rodriguez, Jeff Kent, Manny Ramirez, Omar Vizquel, Andy Pettit, Jimmy Rollins, Bobby Abreu, Mark Burley, and Tori Hunter. Now, spots lost because they were too low, and all of these, I think, were pretty much first ballots. Some are sadder than others to see that they're off the ballot. Joe Nathan, Tim Hudson, Tim Lincecum, Ryan Howard, Mark Deshera, Justin Morneau, Jonathan Papelbaum, Prince Fielder, A.J. Pierzynski, Carl Crawford, and Jake Peavy. Um, so we'll see what happens next year. And there's and I have a, a list of some of the newbies uh, for next year, um, but I did put a Wikipedia article linked in the description. It gives you full details for next year. And if you want to know all the people that are possibly on the ballot for next year, go check out links in the description to Wikipedia article. But some of the people that will be new on next year's ballot, Carlos Beltran, which I think he can be Hall of Fame. Uh, obviously, he was technically involved in the Astro scandal, but he really didn't have much benefit towards it. It was really more towards teammates. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, but other than him, some other names I noted down, Francisco Rodriguez, Joaquin Benoit, Andres Blanco, Mike Villas, Eric Ibar, Joe Blanton, Craig Breslow, Jonathan Broxton, Matt Kane, Alejandro Deaza, R.A. Dickey, and Stephen Drew. The rest you can see in the link in the description below to the Wikipedia article. It tells you who else is new to about next year. And that's a wrap-up on the Hall of Fame. But at the end of the day, we did have someone, and that's all that matters. Uh, which, sadly, uh, people that fell under and are officially out, Sosa's off the ballot for, or off the main, off the main ballot. Clemens is off the ballot. Um, Schilling's off the ballot, and a lot of the steroid users, except for A Rod, are off the ballot or official steroid users. Um, by the way, I do want to note something because I was looking at the Mitchell report, which has a lot of the steroid users from the past. You may want to look at it because you might be surprised some of the names that are on there, like. There were, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I just remember looking at it with someone this during in between episodes and just seeing and just being amazed at some of the names that are on there. So, if you're a baseball fan, you may want to look at it because you might be surprised at some of the names that are on that list. So, conference championship week. Well, spoiler I actually had a much better predictions record this week, uh, I didn't go perfect. But it was at least better than oh than not getting any of them right. Bengals Chiefs. The Bengals. The Chiefs jumped out to a 21-3 lead. Uh, at, right before half, they had the ball right at the end zone. They could have taken three points. Instead, they ran a dumb play, which got them no points, sending it 21-3 or 21-10 at halftime. Cincinnati came back to take the lead. They tied the game off of Mahomes' interception. Then they took the lead. Then Kansas City tied it with a Harrison Butker 44-yard field goal. The Chiefs won the coin toss, and a lot of people were saying, oh, it's game over. Game over. They, they won. And Mahomes choked by throwing his second pick of the game. And that one cost him as it led to a game-winning 
Absolutely. Evan McPherson game-winning 31-yard field goal to send Cincinnati to the Super Bowl and send the Chiefs home for the season as the Bengals take cap- capitalize on Patrick Mahomes absolutely choking with the two picks and the bad call then the first half, winning 27-24 at Kansas City and advancing to the Super Bowl for the first time since 1988. Now going into this, they literally could have theoretically had a rematch of that Super Bowl if San Francisco would have won. Well, what happened in that game? L.A. San Francisco. This was pretty much a back-and-forth game. I think San Fran or someone had a 10-point lead at some point, but really it was back-and-forth. Uh, the Rams took a got took got the lead on a Matt Gay 30-yard field goal, and Garoppolo started to lead a drive, but it led to nowhere as he threw a game-sealing pick to seal the win and send the Rams to the Super Bowl at home at SoFi, winning over the Niners 20 to 17. And so it's gonna be can't it's gonna be Cincinnati and the Rams in the Super Bowl. I will not be making predictions for the Super Bowl this video because, being honest, I'm still not sure who I'm predicting. And that will be coming next week, which is the league that leads up to the Super Bowl. Um, I will be covering the rosters of what's happening this week, though, in the NFL, just so I have some sort of thing to go over. I don't have a prediction for it, but I'm going to at least cover the rosters. But um, the record I had in conference championships, I went 1-1 one and one with my total record, including regular season. And playoffs from the podcast alone being now 127.79 and 1. Now, one thing I do want to add on the uh, conference championships, and the minute I saw this, my mouth just dropped to the floor. There's some, I found this out through like YouTube. There's someone who put money on scores of both games and got the scores exact to the exact points. Not one point off here, one point off there, two or three. No, no, no. Exact on the exact matchups, which is crazy. That's hard to predict. That's impossible to predict. And the fact that that man pulled it off, kudos to him. I mean, that, that's a rarity that can even be pulled off. Um, I don't know who it was. I just saw on YouTube through a story post. Crazy. Not much more to say about it, but that's that. So this week, we will have the NFL Pro Bowl, which is basically football's edition of All-Star Game. Uh, the difference is, though, they if you're in the Super Bowl, you don't play in the Pro Bowl. So no Rams or Bengals players are on either rosters. Now, there's obviously other substitutions for injuries or players just flat out don't want to play. But the main reason if you don't play is a lot of it being you're in the Super Bowl. So, the rosters, I'm going to give both rosters. Some I know what exact substitutions were made, some I don't. But either way, I'm going to give you the rosters for AFC and NFC. For the AFC, where we'll start at quarterback, the starter is Justin Herbert, with the reserves being Patrick Mahomes and Mac Jones. Mac Jones replacing injured Lamar Jackson. Running backs, your starters, Jonathan Taylor of the Colts. Reserves being Nick Chubb from the Cleveland Browns and Najee Harris from the Steelers, replacing Joe Mixon, who's in the Super Bowl for the Bengals. Your fullback is Patrick Ricard. Yes, there's still fullbacks in the NFL, though they mean nothing anymore these days. Your starting starting wide receivers, 
Is Tyreek Hill the reserves are Stefan Diggs, Hunter Renfro, and Deontay Johnson? Some one, some sort of combination replacing Keenan Allen, who's injured, and or I think pretty sure he's injured, and Jamar Chase, who's in the Super Bowl this year. Tight ends starter is Mark Andrews from Baltimore, and the reserve is Travis Kelsey from the Chiefs. Offensive tackle, which could be left tackle or right tackle, is Rashawn Slate. Starters are Rashawn Slater for the Chargers and Orlando Brown Jr. of the Chiefs. And the reserve is Deion Dawkins of the Bills, who had a touchdown, I think, actually this year. It might have been even in the playoffs. Some sort of touchdown this year. Um, offensive guard starters for the a- starter for the AFC is Joel Petonio of the Cleveland Browns. Reserve is Wyatt Teller from the Cleveland Browns. And Roger Stafford, who's replacing injured Quinton Nelson of the Colts. The starting center for the AFC is Corey Lindsley from the Chargers. And the reserve is Ryan Kelly from the Colts. Defensively, the defensive end position, your starters are Miles Garrett and Max Crosby. In uh, for defensive tackle, it's DeForest Buckner, Jeffrey from Indy, and Jeffrey Simmons from Tennessee. In for Chris Jones, and reserves reserve is Cameron Hayward from the Steelers. The stars for outside linebacker is T.J. Watt from Pittsburgh and Harold Landry from Tennessee. In for injured Joey Bosa. And reserve is Matthew Judon of the Patriots. Inside linebacker, your starter is Darius Leonard from the Colts. And reserve is Denzel Perryman from Vegas. Your corner starter for the AFC is J.C. Jackson and Xavier Howard from the Patriots and Dolphins, respectively. Reserves is Denzel Ward from the Browns and Kenny Moore II from the Colts. Free safety starter is Kevin Byard. The short safety, the starter is Derwin James, Kevin Byer from Tennessee. The short safety starter is Derwin James from the Chargers. And the reserve is Tyron, Ma- Tyron Matthews slash the Honey Badger from the Chiefs. The kicker is Justin Tucker. The punter is A.J. Cole. The third, Tucker from the Ravens, Cole from the Raiders. Return specialist is Devin DuVernay from the Ravens. Special teams player is Matthew Slater from the Patriots. And the long snappers Luke Rhodes from the Colts. That is of the AFC. And for the NFC, a starting quarterback is going to be, or the quarterbacks, it's a bit messy with the starters because of super, um, both players just didn't, aren't going to end up playing. I think we're both starters or something. But it's Kyler Murray, Kirk Cousins, and Russell Wilson, Cardinals, Vikings, and Seahawks, respectively, as Rodgers and Brady, Packers, and Buccaneers are not going to be participating in the Pro Bowl. Uh, the running backs for the NFC starters Dalvin Cook, the reserve is James Conner, and Alvin Kamara. Of Vikings, Cardinals, and Saints, respectively. The fullback is Kyle Juszczyk of the San Francisco 49ers. The wide receivers is Justin Jefferson from the Vikings, Debo Samuel of the 49ers, Mike Evans of the Buccaneers, and C.D. Lamb of the Cowboys, with Cooper Krupp and Devontae Adams being replaced. The tight end starter is George Kittle from the Niners. The reserve is Kyle Pitts from the Falcons. Oh, boy. The starting offensive tackle is Trent Williams from the 49ers and Brian O'Neill from the Vikings. And then DJ Humphreys replaced in from the Cardinals with Tristan Wirfs being replaced because of injury and Tyron Smith. Starting offensive guards starters is Zach Martin from the Cowboys and Jonah Jackson from Detroit, who's replacing Brandon Scherf from football team. And the reserve is Ali Marpet from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At center, the starter is Jason Kelsey from Philly. And reserves are Ryan Jan- Jansen and Alex Mack is somewhere replacing someone. Uh, Jansen is of Tampa 
And Mac is of the 49ers. Now for the defense. Defense men, Joey Bosa from the 49ers, Brian Burns from Panthers are the starters, with a reserve being Mike Cameron Jordan from the Saints. The defensive tackle starter is Jonathan starter is Jonathan Allen from football team with the reserve with the replacement for somewhere down the, for Aaron Donald and Kenny Clark. Uh, Donald the Rams, Clark being Packers, Jason Hargrave from Philly, and Vita Vea from Tampa Bay. The outside linebacker starter is Chandler Jones from the Cardinals and Robert Quinn from the Bears, and the reserve is Shaq Barrett from the Buccaneers. The inside linebacker starter is Micah Parsons from Dallas, and the reserve being Bobby Wagner from Seattle, and Devin White from Tampa Bay is replacing someone. I don't know who, the, who he's replacing, though. The corn, starting corner... The starting corners for the NFC is Trevon Diggs and Stephon Gilmore of the Cowboys and Panthers represent, respectively. Uh, Gilmore replacing Ramsey for the Rams, and the reserves are Darius Slay from Philly and Marshawn Lattimore of the Saints. Free safety starters, Condre Diggs from Seattle, and a replacement for someone is Antoine Winfield from Tampa Bay. The short safe, strong safety starter is Buda Baker from Arizona. And the reserve is Harrison Smith from Minnesota. No, air, air, yeah. The kicker for the NFC is Jake Elliott, who's replacing that game. The punter is Brian Anger from Dallas. Jake Elliott from Philly. Return specialist Jakeem Grant from the Bears. And the special teams is JT Gray from the Saints. And the long snapper is Josh Harris from the Atlanta Falcons. And that is this week's episode of the podcast. Wow, what a recap that was. A lot to unwrap. And there's gonna be more to recap next bit to recap next week, as well as obvious. If there's something you want me to talk about in a podcast episode that maybe I don't have on my script, or it could be I do, or I don't that you want me to talk about, let me know in the comments, and I will hope to try to be able to talk about it in the next episode. And hopefully, next episode I could give. Uh, give an actual date for the sub goal to be matched by. Um, should know on Wednesday. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, someone in the comment, the live chat said, smoke a cigarette after that, buddy. Ha ha. Um, I don't smoke, so that won't necessarily work for me. Uh, but I guess thanks for the idea. Um, but Thank you for the comment, I guess. Um, but let's get into the, well, let's wrap this up. Thank you for coming back for this week's episode of Benny and the Booth Podcast. Next week on episode 19, I'll be able to give that update, hopefully, on the sub-goal date. We'll have the Pro Bowl to recap. Super Bowl predictions, hopefully, to make. Who knows what else could pop up. Maybe the lockout somehow ends. Maybe something basketball happens crazy. I just realized I forgot. And by the way, Tom Brady retired today. Uh, on Friday, it was mentioned, Adam Schefter came out saying that he did not retire, that he did retire, but it was turned out to be completely fake and not firmly confirmed. 
But it was confirmed today from Tom Brady's Twitter account that he is retired. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the podcast. If you are new, subscribe down below to help us get to the 75 to 100 subscriber goal by early April. Turn on the notification bell on so you know when I go live or post a video. Thanks for watching. See you next week. Bye-bye.